Hello friends, welcome to the Hillside Church Podcast. My name is Brad and I serve Hillside Church as the lead pastor. We're so glad to be able to share God's word with you in this way. God has so much in store for you and for your life. And one of the ways God works in our lives is through the study of his word, like the message you're about to hear. Our prayer for you is that as you share in this message, if it's me preaching or if it's someone else, is that God's word would minister to your heart and life in a most powerful way. Thanks again for being part of our church family. God bless you. Would you open the Bible with me to the book of Numbers 13, verses 1 and 2. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the people of Israel, from each tribe of their fathers. You shall send a man, every one a chief among them. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word that you have come in our way today. May we have our hearts open to receive from you and not from our flesh. We welcome you to speak to us directly so we may understand your exact message to us today. At the end of the message, may we be a better family together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, for sharing your pulpit with me today. It's my honor to share the word of God with us today. I'm not a pastor. My name is Bright. I hope you enjoy it the way I always enjoy your sermon every Sunday. Uh, I've been part of this church from day one since 2013. I will quickly take us through what God has for us today. And the topic of our message today, whose report would you believe? We are all familiar with the Bible account of how Moses led the Hebrew children out of the land of bondage towards the promised land. Upon getting close to the promised land, Moses is instructed by God to send 12 men to search out the land. Moses sent one leader from each tribe of Israel. There were 12 tribes. Let us look at the account that speak. Numbers 13 from verse 17 to 20. Then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, go up into the Negev and go up into the hill country and see what the land is, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many, whether the land 
that they dwell in is good or bad, and whether the cities they dwell in are camps or strongholds. Whether the land is rich or poor, and whether the land are trees in it or not. Be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe fruit. Moses gave them instruction and told them specifically what they would be looking for to see what the land is and the people who dwell in it, whether they are strong or weak, few or many, whether it's good or bad, whether it's fat or lean. After 40 days of searching the land of Canaan, 12 men returned to Moses and his people. What report do they bring? In Numbers 13, 27 and 28, then they told him, we went through the land to which you sent us. It flowed with milk and honey, and this is the fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in it in the land are strong. The city are fortified and very large. More so, we saw the descendant of Anak there. So to them, everything about the land is good. However, the people are stronger. But what happened in verses 30 and 31? But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are, dwell, we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than us. This is a very interesting report. Actually, two different reports. Two men, Joshua and Caleb, were fully convinced that they are able to go into the promised land, overcome the people there and possess the land. But the 10 others, literally scared to death, they are fully convinced that they are no match for the people who live in the land. Come to think about it. The 12 men saw the same thing in the promised land, but brought back two different reports. Ten of them can only see with their physical eye, depend on their physical abilities, while the other two saw it with their spiritual eye, they put God first. Whatever the twelve men saw in the promised land first entered their mind as thought. Yes, thought of victory or thought of defeat thought of win or thought of lose, thought of overcome the enemy or thought of run away in fear. It's all start in their mind. The mind is battleground. 
we need to put the right thought in our mind. Let us pay attention to Numbers 13, especially verse 2 there. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the people of Israel. God has given them the land already. All they have to do is to claim it. It belongs to them already. That which God has given to you, no man can take it unless you are not convinced that your God can do it. We see this pattern over and over again in the Bible. The people who fail to believe God's words fail to receive his promises, fail to receive his blessings, fail to receive the victory. Or the end result starts as a thought. A thought of defeat, a thought of loss, a thought of failure, and of course, once your thoughts are polluted, they pour out curses out of your own mouth. Negative statement based on negative mindset. And believe me when I say this, your word in opposition to God's words are easier for people to believe. The final result is that people act upon what they can hear, what they believe, and what they can see. The children of Israel went and ran and ran in the desert for 40 years because they failed to believe the promise of God for them. What happened to us today? Same thing does happen every day. The Hebrew children were fully convinced how great their enemy was, but they failed to see how much greater their God was, same God that brought them from the land of Egypt and demonstrated his power and majesty through so many signs, wonders, and miracles. Sometimes, even the greatest miracle cannot convince some people of how great their God is. They're so blinded by what they hear others say. And failure seems to be a norm to them. What the social media have to say, what the professors, professionals have to say, what our friends and associates have to say, what the society have to say. We tend to believe them over what God promises are for us. Whose report would you believe, family? In recent time, and those are facts, G GDP are terrible. High interest rate, fact. High inflation, fact. Economy is crashing, fact. What is God telling us as his children? In the book of Deuteronomy 15.6, when the Lord God has blessed you as he promised you, you will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. You will rule over many nations, 
but they will not rule over you. Whose promise or report would you believe? The best doctor on earth is telling you how many years you have to spend on earth because of your health condition or diagnosis. Let me give you God's report. In the book of Exodus, 15, 26, if you believe, if you diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do the, that which is right in his eyes and give air to his commandment and keep all his studies, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. And also, what did God have to tell us in Deuteronomy 7:15? The Lord will keep you from every diseases. He will not inflict on you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all who hate you. A PhD in therapies is telling you that your marriage is going to crash. What is God's report? Tell them that God is the essential of your own, the foundation of your marriage. Tell them that God has joined you and your spouse together and no one can separate you. In the book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 9. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. You are looking for the fruit of the womb. You'll be married for years and years. Today is Mother's Day. They're not wishing you happy Mother's Day. You lost your child. What is God's report for you? In the book of Exodus 23, chapter 26, no one shall suffer miscarriage or be buried in your land. And also, what's God's report for you in the book of Psalm 128, verse 3? Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. Your children, not child, your children like olive palm all around your table. That's God's report for you. You are looking for the dream of your job, job of your dream. And the report out there by the workforce is that there is no job out there. What is God asking you to do? In the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 7 and 8, ask, it shall be given. Seek, you shall find. Knock, it shall be open. That's what God is asking from you. There are shootings out there in our children's schools, in the churches around the world. And social media is telling us that it's not safe for us to gather together every Sunday. What's God's report for us? In Isaiah 54, verse 17, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. For our youth, 
the social media. Society is telling you that God made the huge mistake that you got trapped in your body, in the wrong body. That your identity, that God made mistake. In 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, when we encounter confliction option about gospel truth, it is good to remember that God is not author of confusion, but of peace. Tell them your own God cannot make mistake. He's too perfect for such because he told us in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 25 in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and in 25b and God saw that it was good. It was perfect in every way for God does not make mistake. Your God is too perfect to make such mistake to trap you in the wrong body. For you are, when you are confused about everything, you don't need to look around and around. What is God telling you? In the book of Philippians 4, 6, and 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. Going back to the history or the story, one thing remains clear that the ten who refused to believe word of God and brought negative reports failed to enter the promised land. But the two men who believe God's promises, they enter into the land. Not only that, but they defeated many enemies and they processed the land. In your own story today, whose God, whose report would you believe? When I was preparing this message, God spoke to me first. If you guys remember or you read about a story about myself, uh, in CBC two months ago, and my company that were not licensed, I was upset, very, very upset, and I was down. The message was right in front of me, and God took me through Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plan I have for you, declares the Lord, plan to prosper you and not to harm you. Plan to give you hope and a future. No matter how upset I was preparing this message, I said, thank you, Lord, for speaking to me first before sharing with your people. Two weeks ago, one of the head of PDD, this is same industry, same people that I've been looking to work with for seven years, they reached out to me on platter of gold, they came to my office, invited me to join the service provider in Alberta. Last week, I attended my first meeting with them. All the big names that I've been reading in the news, 
the people I've worked with in the past, we gathered together, 52 people. I happened to be the only black guy among them. And they saw me. One of them asked, oh, which organization sent you? I said, I work for myself now. Whose report did I believe? I key into that, that the thought of God for me is to prosper me. In your report, whose report would you believe? I urge you, brethren, when our society is telling us something else, when the media is facing us, when the world is attacking us, tell them what reports are. Tell them that you believe the report of Almighty, which says, by the stripe of Jesus, I am healed. It says, Jesus has redeemed me from every cause of the law. It says, the law of the spirit of life is in Christ Jesus, sent me free from the law of sin and death. It says, I can do all things to Christ who strengthened me. It says, I'm more than conqueror. It says, I'm victorious. It says, I'm prosperous and successful. It says, I'm a citizen of heaven. And it says, I'm child of God. It says, I'm the head and not the tail. It says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. It says, my God is able. And the list goes on and on. And this colorful picture, this represents our situation sometimes. Our situation can be messy. Which color can you find? Are you so confused about your situation? And in your situation, can you find God? Is there any word of God that speaks to you in your situation? The mind needs to be renewed by the word of God daily. The Lord who brought the two who believe in him to the promised land is still alive. For the Bible says, Jesus Christ same yesterday, today, and forever. I encourage us, family, to go to the word of God and make every promises yours today, especially when the society, the social media, is telling us, telling us different things. The word is life and spirit. The word is active, alive, living and powerful. The bottom line is pretty clear here. The word works. Let us pray. Lord, we bring all our situations, our concerns, and report from professors, professionals, right to your feet. We believe your report over the report of the world. For we know that the plan you have for us, the plan to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope and future. We, live, we believe, O oh Lord, in your word as family, that you will bless us, our children, our children, children. We believe in you when you promise us to make us blessings to nations. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. For in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, church. Thank you.
So you catch me when I fall, right? And you hear me when I call Thanks again for being a part of this message from Hillside Church. We pray that God was able to speak to you through what was shared. We're so grateful to be able to share God's word with our church community and family, and that includes you. And we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hillside Airdrie. You can contact us through email at info at hillsideairdrie.ca. Or you can go to hillsideairdrie.ca and click on contact us from the main menu. Or you can find our pastoral team contact by clicking on our pastors from the Our Church drop-down menu. Our vision for everyone that shares in Hillside Church is that they would know God, know His hope, know his purpose and know his power in their lives and we pray this message ministered to you at hillside church we're a family not by blood but a family that's been bought by blood as family we go so nothing's ever going wrong right and every day i'm gonna be smiling turn my water into good wine and let the good times roll but what if you know something i don't what if you will something i What you can do for me Do I love you? Do I love you? Do I love you? What you can do for me Sometimes I don't know But all I want